advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Give me anxiety about the bell now. Why? Because it's like the anticipation. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I have to do it. Cause you're a bitch. You don't have to do it. Okay. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> well, then why did you say it? I had to. <laughs> I had to give him the out. I had to let him be his own spirit. Yes. I'm finally free. Yeah. You do what you want. The universe will do the rest. Okay. I'm getting an air horn. I'm not, I'm not, we have the, you get the Joe Falcon bell. We need that bell down here. It's fucking Oh, that's the ring bell. Because yeah. we need that bell down right. here. Even though we haven't done it in a while, we need that bell down here for hung. when we do super fights. It needs to be uh, hung like Joe Falcon. Like every time. Oh. I'm not talking about that type of, I'm talking about like hung from a tree branch. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah. 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 That was misleading. Yeah. yeah. I tried to come up with the opposite, but I couldn't figure out how you'd be hung. <laughs> You know, yeah, well, like a I'm, gnat. I'm white. Yeah. Try growing up white. Have you guys seen uh, what's the, uh, the Asian guy from The Hangover? That guy's got stand up special. Oh, Ken. Ken uh, Young. Fuck, he's Ken funny, Young. dude. That motherfucker's funny. He's, he's really funny. funny. He's good. I haven't I, seen the stand up, but I tried funny. to watch a couple. I've never had to turn stand up off. I was like, I couldn't watch it lately. I tried to watch Chris D'Elia, and like, I, I like Chris D'Elia, and he had some funny bits, but it the problem Chris I was having. Dahlia. No, it's D'Elia. Um, <laughs> Black D'Elia. Um, is that it was too formulaic. Like I could see the acting, like I could feel the fake mm. laugh and I could see like the, what he was doing. And I was like, ugh, like I can't watch it. It's bothering me. I'm seeing through it a little bit, mm. but some sh- some of the shit, this Russian bit was funny as fuck. But then when he would do the, his laughs, it just felt weird. It felt fake. And then I tried to watch that dude from superior donuts. I can't think of his name. Moss something, Moe's something. I don't know. Mm. Um, don't know. And he just like kept rambling on about the, race like for like 15 20 minutes it was like filler killer like just running through shit but then finally i got to that guy and he fucking made me laugh he was talking about he's, he's like if you're wondering the scene in the hangover when i get out of the trunk it's real yeah that's really my dick like that's that's for right, real right. and i was like god damn yeah. that's fucking funny but he just owns it but he was funny because he's talking about me and a, a doctor at kaiser yeah and because yeah, like he was a doctor the, yeah, yeah being in the hangover and then doctor. having to go to the, like er and work and it's like fuck this shit yeah he's like i'm not listening to the nurses like doctor so you have to pay to i know and he's like i was in a fucking movie yesterday yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fuck out he quit yeah. the next day yeah. like he couldn't do one more That's day funny. yeah he's good man he's funny his, his uh he was like my my wife's last name is a hoe and the name of the special is you complete me hoe and so her last name is Ho. And there's a, he's like, yeah, she's Vietnamese. Any Vietnamese people in the audience? And there's two girls in the front. They're like, yeah, we are. He's like, what's your last name? And they're like, Ho. And he's like, dang, I got hoes in the back, hoes in the front. And like saying all this shit, he's making fun of me. He's like, what's your first name? And her name's Tran. 
And he's like, what huh. the fuck? That's my wife's name. Her name's Tran Ho. Tran Ho. Uh-huh. And then so all of a sudden there's like some noise from the other side. It turns around. There's another Asian chick. And she's like, my last name is Ho. I swear to fucking God. And he's like, what? He's like, are you from Vietnam? And she's like, no, I'm from Cambodia. And he's like, fucking Ho's over here. There's Ho's everywhere. Like, and he just <laughs> used it. And he, yeah. he oh man. Riffed off it. He's yeah, funny. He, he riffed off the audience really well. He was, he was funny as fuck. Yeah. I watched him on that, the masquerade song, the, the, where the people dressed up and then sung. Oh, uh-huh. You know, they, they sing. They <laughs> oh, go with sung. I like that. Sung. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's, that's more right. Brad. That sounds right. More fitting. Um, yeah, he was on there as like a guest judge. Oh, uh-huh. Fucking funny, man. Yeah, he he's funny f- yeah, he was fucking hilarious. One of my favorites recently has been John Mulaney. I haven't it's John, watched him. It's John Melanie. John Melanie. <laughs> that, John that Cougar Melanie, actually. He's just... His, John it's Cougar Melanie. It's just pure craft. His jokes are just so well done. It's just like, fuck, watch how did watch you a lot of write that lately. fucking thing? And he was like a head writer on Saturday Night Live. Like, he wrote for all these shows. Like... He's he just fucking has Trevor Noah. I did, I couldn't do it either. I tried to watch him and I I wanted no, to like I don't it. Dig his stand up. I didn't like I it. Yeah, stand-up. I was like, I don't mm. like his name. I like yeah, Trevor Noah. Like I like him on the Daily Show. The show and stuff like is good, but the stand up, I was like, oh, I don't know what it was. I couldn't do it either. Mm-hmm. I'm being like, I'm weird. pretty picky on stand up. I'm just getting uncomfortable. Stand up's rough. It was man. just it is rough. Yeah. Stand up's rough. I think I put myself in their place too much and start to empathize. And I'm like, eek, that's rough. They're fucking in. They're, they're feeling weird right now. Nobody laughed at that. You're get, feeling weird for I them. I get uncomfortable for them. Like it's how the people funny, can't watch like, the office. The weird thing is Ooh. that I mentioned this on the show because I've I've been listening to a lot of the Conan O'Brien podcast and like he'll talk about he'll talk to different comedians and like inevitably they all talk about the times they bombed. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like the comedians all everybody. talk about like the fact that it's just the worst thing ever. Yeah. And every time he has improvers on, and I even said this on the show some time ago like they think bombing is great yeah they thrive like because it's you and this yeah. other guy on stage and while where there's just dead silence you just yeah. make eye contact with that other it's guy completely it's different, all you though. can do to not start laughing because holy fucking shit. it's completely different yeah. when completely it's you different. Yeah. like me and you yeah. are on stage dave right. and we're bombing yeah, it's, it's funny to yeah. us even if it's not funny at the time even if yeah. like 30 minutes after the show you're like that was fucking awful and you start to laugh about it and it's this great thing but when you're up there just fucking by yourself by yourself yeah so that shit scars just dick you in your mouth decade. yeah have you guys watched bumping mics uh-uh. that's david telling jeff ross that shit's fucking good and the whole those, thing seems like yeah, those guys it's funny. off the cuff like it, like they're just Here's ripping the off thing. the audience david tell when he used to do that God, fucking show when he funny. walked around drunk in the middle of the night i haven't seen whatever that. the fuck that it was a long time ago he would just like go to towns that were famous for drinking and he would show up and just fucking hang out with a camera crew right and fuck with drunk people and drink and him and jeff ross are than so shit. good on the spot dude. but the thing is though like his stand-up i don't like but watching him just riff and do live shit some of the some people probably like because it, yeah. it's it, like they walk on stage they start talking shit to each other like oh, immediately great. they start describing each other and then like they're like oh look look who's in the audience bruce willis and they go out there and give him a microphone and he fucking or the mic not a microphone a harmonica and hand him the mic and he fucking tears up the harmonica like he's badass on harmonica is then, this a stand-up special yeah, it's or? called bumping mics and it's huh. three episodes of jeff ross and david tell on stage together the whole time and they're just talking shit to each other to warm up or something right, and then they yeah. start fucking talking to the audience and they're like oh look it's tender for asians look Oh look, a Somali pirates found love to this like skinny black couple. Like, She's the captain now. They just start saying all this fucking shit. Somali pirates <laughs> found love. It's like some humming noise. Hmm? Man, I good that that down. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. So, but and then uh, Paul Rudd's in the audience and like Amy. Schumer, fucking like, random. All, yeah, they go get Paul Rudd and bring him on stage and shit. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. God, that guy's fucking dirty. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. you want to hear it dirty? He's fucking. He's, like, he's all. What's worse than going down and, your, and licking your grandmother's cunt? He's like. 
hitting your head on the coffin when you try to get back up. You're like, oh. <laughs> 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 tons uh, of shit like that. That's my my type of comedy. Yeah, yeah no, he, he just he one liner because he, he kind of like MCs one of the one of yeah, the episodes. That's funny. Oof. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bob Saget shows up and gets oh, on stage. That's with he's fucking dirty. Yeah, he's dirty yeah. too. He goes yeah. up and like mouth fucks Gilbert Godfrey with the microphone, like <laughs> right when he gets on stage. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're pretty awesome. Bob Zagat's. Um, was that kind of like the time that our patrons Al Locke fucked uh, mouth fucked Anton Planton? It was Anton really Planton. similar. Anton Planton. Anton. Shut the fuck up. Anton. It's Anton Plantain, Paul. <laughs> what the fuck? He's kidding. His name's Anton not Anton Planton. Planton. It's Anton. Anton Planton. That'd be Anton Planton. It probably is Anton. Anton if it's Planton. An, if your last name is Planton and your first name's Anton, you're Anton Planton. Or Anton Planton or Anton Planton. <laughs> Anton Planton. You sound like a character from SpongeBob. It's really close to Plankton is what I'm thinking about right it's now. It's Antonio Plantonio, for yeah. That's true. And if you don't want to be a bullshit piece of plankton or a fuckface <laughs> peasant, then you should give us a dollar, join Patreon, and get our bonus episodes every week, or give us ten dollars and get uh, videos, live streaming, live streaming videos, t-shirts, or give us five dollars and, and get, get early get episodes, early episodes, all kinds of shit, yeah. or give us fifty dollars and get our unending love, virtual hand jobs. hand jobs, yeah, virtual. It's complicated. Just yeah, give pay, us, give pay us first, we'll send virtual, yeah. Yeah, give us eight thousand dollars a month. Rashes on my hands, and after a year, we'll give you a hand job. Basically, it's you ever had rashes on your hands? Mm. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking rash killed a frog. You ever had rashes on your hands? (laughs) Yeah. Was it chest? Was it chest burp? (laughs) Chest burp. I mean, what other kind of burp is there? <laughs> it just didn't come out of my mouth, though. It just was stayed in yeah, my it chest. stayed in there? Yeah. That's where it lived and died? Yeah. Sounds like a bullfrog. <laughs> you guys <Yeah>. ever had a <laughs> rash? Yeah, cop. I like, I like how suddenly you're drunk and slurring <laughs> well, in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's the only time you make that noise after a sentence. <laughs> that was good. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Ossifer. Someone, oh, I took a picture of it. Someone's license plate in front of me said, like, hi, Ossifer. I was like, yes, that's fucking that's awesome. Good. You're asking for they it. They got pulled over a bunch yeah, of Yeah, you're asking for it. You are asking for it. You know what I'm asking for? El Yucateco hot sauce. King mm. of flavor since 1968. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Should have gave the other guy a prize. I'll try oh, to find him. One other guy. There's another guy. Yeah, the Tom Planton Nanton? No, not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Planton Handstands? What's his name? <laughs> Manton handjob. <laughs> Manton. <laughs> Manton. Hiccup. <laughs> the second show is all Manton. <laughs> Manton handjob. Manton Planton. Yeah. <laughs> sucking on, sucking on Cranton. <laughs> with napkins. Napkins and papkins. Baby papkins with napkins. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, We're trying to find the other guy that contributed uh, to the Ucateco. Since we were talking about it, but Anton Planton sucking on my manston. <laughs> we are a part of the Podbelly Network. You can go to podbelly.com and check out lots of cool podcasts and free educational content. I'm still looking. Especially if you want to suck what on the looking Anton. For? Yeah. This other guy that posted Teco stuff. What about him? He's real handsome. Is he? Handsome. Is he handsome. A furry? <laughs> handsome. Handsome. Is with a handsome. Pants on? Chad Atkinson. I'm going to send you something, bro. He's dancing like a Hanson. He fed he, he on fed, stage. fed his little boy uh, scrambled eggs, and the kid was asking for... In jail like Charles Manson. For black techo. <laughs> Listen to Hanson. On the floorboard. Got a hostage asking for some ransom. On <laughs> the floorboard of my Ford. Four door. Went to Denny's, ordered the Grand Slam. <laughs> Never ends. 
So our topic today. Are we doing that? Yeah, we're doing that. Is the Black Panthers. If you're listening for the first time, this is normal. Yes, this is a normal episode. (laughs) We didn't all have strokes 12 minutes ago. This is a normal, it's actually an abbreviated. We're getting getting down to it quick. Fast. Fast. Um, I did have to like right off the bat give mad fucking props to uh, Black people all over the world. And Jack Kirby. Wait, who? Jack Kirby. The year that the Black Panthers organized. Wait, Stanley the comic book. Stanley oh, the okay. comic book guy. Jack I thought he Kirby. said Stanley. No, Stanley like, and Jack fuck? Kirby, who who was a co-writer with Stanley for a lot of comic books. Like in 1966, the Black Panthers formally start to mm-hmm. exist. And in 1966, those motherfuckers write a comic book called The Black Panther and just fucking launch it. Nice. Like that's some ballsy shit. Like to mm-hmm. to I don't you know. You know what path they're gonna it, go it's, down it's either. Probably, no. It's probably a coincidence. I thought think about naming your kids Luke and Leia. You don't know what they're gonna write next. Maybe the next movie they're terrible people. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like their brother and sister are fucking each other. Yeah, yeah they did true. kiss. They did kiss. That was not a peck. Yeah, that was that no, was, that there wasn't. There was tongue. Yeah. For yeah. sure. No, there was a pecker. <laughs> yeah, there was. Schwartz. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Black Panther Party was originally called the Black Panther Party for Self Defense. And I knew a little bit about Black Panther uh, stuff. Um, I knew some of it from fuzzy cause I don't know what level of association he had with the black Panthers, but I know he was associated with the black Panthers. My father, when he was young, um, he was, he was banging Teresa. That's he it. was into civil rights, but he wasn't mm. into like, I mean, he, was he wasn't into north. bombing, like bombing stuff. He wasn't into bombing stuff, but he wasn't into like peaceful protests. Yeah. Like he wasn't in the down South MLK, mm-hmm. like let's get sprayed with fucking water hoses yeah. and shit. He'd well, be like, nobody fuck wants that, to be that noise. In that. Yeah. yeah. He didn't want nobody to, to be do that. it. I want the, I want the peace, but yeah. fuck you guys. You fucking, you go do that. So I know he had, I know he had some association with the Black Panthers mm-hmm. and a friend of his who ended up becoming the president of a, of a community college in Michigan. I met him when I was in my teens and he was like, they were both drinking and he was all, Oh yeah, I'm sure your dad didn't tell you this, but when that nigga was young, he had an FBI file on him. You know, oh, they yeah. were like, they were listening to his phone. I mean, like, he still does. That not means, when yeah. he was young. Yeah. But when he was telling you the story, though, following, yeah, when he was telling me the children. story. Yeah. 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 So all the Quintal pro FBI fucking with the black Panthers shit, like his friend just spontaneously. And like, my dad looked all embarrassed and was like, Oh, I didn't want them to know all that yeah <laughs> right like, yeah right but so i know he had some i mean maybe he was a full-on member in detroit or right. some shit i have no idea but so i knew a little bit about it and and most of what i knew was the positive aspects i mean he wasn't really telling me about the shitty stuff oh, no. but like i mean just the the fact that they that they organized to stop police corruption that was the main reason that they founded and that once they became a big institution like one of their biggest goals was education in poor black neighborhoods yeah uh feeding uh pretty impressive you know, for the numbers because i think at mass like membership was like at the top was like five thousand something right and to be running all of those programs, they had like yeah. after school programs, an actual school at one point, yep, an actual the free school, breakfast shit, yeah. uh, medical, like free medical clinics testing, that yeah. ended up becoming like a model for how to do free medical clinic, even like the free breakfast thing. Like when my brother, my brother was in charge of the friendship house, like a, like a ghetto community center here. And they still did free breakfast for everybody from the neighborhood who would go there. And they'd been doing it since they started doing it through the black Panthers. And it was kind of a shame the government to say like, look, it's 
not that hard. We organized <laughs> right. and funded this shit right. yeah. just selling this fucking newspaper yeah. and pay for breakfast. Right. right. Like you have tons of money. Quit yeah. buying jets and fucking feed some people. Right. Yeah. So, um, it's cause they can't. Right. The so second, second constitution, right? They, that's that's right. They ran, uh, as a, Entity with teeth from 1966 until about 1982. There's still some form of the well, Black Panthers or another. It's actually kind of big right now, but it's like they haven't done shit for the last 20 right. years. Nothing but talk. because you, you know, got a they, bunch they of soft no, motherfuckers now yeah. in skinny jeans. It's not that they're wearing, soft. You know. I think it's like they romanticize like putting their fists in the air and wearing fucking black boots yeah. and shit and running they around screaming be. Black they Panther. They want to be. And but they're not willing to do the shit these guys were doing. Yeah, you got to go do the shit. Yeah, they're not a revolution. It's one thing to stand on the curb and fucking yell, but it's another thing to go get down in yeah. the dirty slums and say, Hey, yeah. I'm going to feed your fucking kid right. and like organize those things and actually, you know, get some type of program going here's to yeah. improve it's like, a neighborhood or something. And again, it's one thing to say black lives matter and let's film every cop who shows yeah. up, you know, That's or whatever. Yeah. But these motherfuckers were carrying rifles and shotguns yeah. in cars, driving behind the cop cars yeah. to make sure they didn't go kill somebody. Yeah. That's a step killed. above Black yeah. Lives yeah. Matter that I can't even that's, fucking that, yeah, get my that, head That's around. because the motherfuckers well, weren't scared. You well, know also, what I mean? like, that's, we had open carry. The like, they, they were the reason for like the fucking law against open carry. In California. Yeah, in California, because yeah. they were standing 20 feet from the officers with fucking loaded shotguns yeah. and shit. Just being yeah, like, you better man. not. And then they, they would go to protest. Every one of those, every one of them had a gun. Yeah. And so they wouldn't even try to break up the protest because, like, fuck that. Every one of these guys has a gun. Yeah. And the thing is, that they would more than, than cops. And yeah. they would target the cops who were supposed to be the most racist and the most violent against black yeah. neighborhoods. And they would get in a car, four of them with loaded shotguns, and they would just drive around all shift behind yeah. the fucking patrol car. Making sure they didn't fucking did it's like that. You can't even film shit. shit. You look on YouTube now and they're like, I'm filming this fucking shit. And they got the cops out there screaming in your face, even though you're not doing anything wrong to have a fucking gun. I mean, there's some states where those guys try to pull the open carry. And that's what we've talked about before. I, I feel like there's a there's a level of disrespect. You know what I mean? Like and then there's also like, yeah, there's dirty cops. Yeah, there's fucking cops that are racist. Yeah, there's fucking cops that are fucked up. You know what I mean? That do right. stupid shit. Right. But there's also majority of the cops that are fucking good guys trying to protect the neighborhood. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. there are shitbags in every profession. For sure. You know That's what, what I'm mean? saying. The new Black Panthers are way more yeah. separatist, like n- black national, crazy militant. Yeah. Like, Technically, the group called the new Black Panthers is a hate group. It's yeah. classified They're, as a terrorist organization. It would be like, it would be, it's the like, opposite of the Nazis. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not yeah, the, the show we're doing. The but those yeah. guys were like screaming on a megaphone, you got to kill their white babies and shit. Yeah. Like, God yeah, that's, damn, that's, that's these dudes are fucking around. And they're that's, called. That's, it's they're not just. Oh, they're the new black. No, they're the new black panther. Yeah, that's the and that's name and that's them. like that's it's like, not just the current black panther. And like for me, still survived for you know, it's the group called. Yeah, the they're new they're black changing panther. the thing, and it's yeah. like. Well, you want people to not be racist against you, but you're going to be racist against other people. Sure. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't feel like that's 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 not where even it needs thing. to go. They just want to fucking. It was like kill white. But yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you, they're fucking, anti-Semitic. Like yeah. the whole the whole fucking. Yeah, they're fucking. They're they're black Nazis. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, all they are basically. Yeah. So the backdrop here, and I didn't know this part, and it's it's kind of a trip. Like I, I didn't know this at all. The so basically in the in the West in California. And in the northern states, yeah. when the civil rights uh, movement was happening, Martin Luther King, all that stuff, um, 
very uh, tense time, very tense time. But the Black Panthers lived in air, like the original Black Panthers came from Oakland. Um, very poor, very violent black neighborhood, you know, and then the next group that sprung up, uh, was in South central LA. Um, but these are people who are saying we have racism that is completely unlike the racism that Martin Luther King is fighting against and no one's fighting for us. Mm -hmm. Like we're not getting lynched. We're not getting, we don't have back of the bus shit. It's a different, it's a different different thing, but they're like, we have no ability to buy property. They redline us. Uh, the cops kill us. Um, they, they have a totally different set of racism that's much more low key, but still keeps them from getting a good education. It's more of a, it's not even necessarily a racism. I feel like it's more of a prejudiced. It's you know a, what it's I mean? A, like it's, yeah, it's, it's a systematic. A, not necessarily prejudice. they hate you. I guess it would be racist yeah, I think in a it's sense. Still there. I think it's still there. But yeah. I think it was more geared to prejudice to be like, oh, yeah. well, we'll give these people this, but not these people. But I also think the, that, you know, the stuff that they're talking about is like, you know, banking. Like they did yeah. what they called redlining, where they, the bank was just told, don't give any loans in these neighborhoods. Yeah. So no one can buy a house. Yeah. No one can, can do home yeah. improvements. No one can do this stuff. So there's a, at some level, there's some racism there, but I'm not going to say the guy giving the loans at the bank who was told by his that loan was the manager, bank policy. this is the bank policy. I'm yeah. not going to call that guy a racist, but there's a racist policy. Something happened. Right. Yeah. There was something going on right. so, where, where they were not allowing, you and know, this is what they're pissed what off they about. Yeah. This is what they're pissed yeah. off about. A totally different type of racism than, yeah. than the Southern hardcore racism. Yeah. More akin, I would say, to modern day racism yeah. is kind of what they were what they were uh, fighting against. So um, a couple of guys, Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale, founded the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense in October of 1966. Um, and... They're college students. Um, early on, most of the Black Panthers are very well educated. Mm-hmm. Most of them are recruited in college. Um, most of their big goal is to end police oppression and to uh, improve education in poor black neighborhoods. That tends to be the big original push of the of the Black Panthers when they first launched. I think it was Seal. Like I was watching a documentary, and you just did not expect that guy's voice to come out. He was just like, uh, he sounded like on Boomerang when they're making fun of white people. He was like, actually, today I had an apple for breakfast. Oh, I like, oh wow, what the fuck? Some of them weren't like that. He was right, a black right. man. But he's like the yeah. main dude. Yeah. He was uh, like, yeah, what yeah. we're looking for is, and you're like, wow, that guy fucking sounds like the black guy doing the white guy yeah. impression. Yeah, <laughs> he might and have been. It seems like there were, like, there's the two guys. There's Huey P. Newton and there's Bobby Seale and... I didn't read this anywhere, but my instinct from everything that I did read is that Bobby seal was a much more let's be political. Let's improve education. Let's yeah. make things better for, for the black man. And Huey P Newton is let's get guns and yeah. let's kill a motherfucker. Yeah. Because I think ultimately what destroys the black Panthers is the fact that eventually Huey P Newton drinks his own Kool-Aid gets batshit crazy and starts fucking going power hungry and murdering people. Well, and that fucking, yeah. Pro, like, yeah, he gets, yeah. gets into the shit. cult of yeah. personality. Quentin yeah. Pro stirs up shit. But I mean, he really is the one who fucks up the black yeah. Panthers at the end well, because it turns it into a now it's now you're getting violent you know well, it's I mean? violent it's, for know. years but yeah. he starts fucking murdering people and going on the run and doing weird shit and yeah. fucking killing hookers and fucking, yeah there was a <laughs> documentary I, starts, yeah. I watched yeah. a documentary and they're talking about him he's like it's, it's like this guy just speaking very eloquently something something we're sitting there watching it and all of a sudden he's like 
he's a crazy motherfucker. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, this is a regular documentary. Like, it's like Nat yeah. Geo or some yeah. shit I'm watching. Yeah. And, like, you just did not expect it. He's like, was he a crazy motherfucker? Yeah, he's a crazy motherfucker. No, well that, and they went back to, like, normal talk. And yeah. I was like, whoa. That's, that's kind yeah. of the sense you get. Like, I, I feel like Bobby Seale was, like, making all the good plans to make a group yeah. that can have an impact and was very media savvy. Yeah. Like, he knew how, like, eventually it took him about a year. But within a year, they went from nobody to being a national presence because of the things Bobby Seale was like, fuck, the media is going to be there. We can do this. This is exactly what we yeah, say. Yeah, but if you, yeah, and if you go and say, attention. hey, we want to. But then Huey we, P. Newton is the, like, he's guns, the fucking, guns. he's the easy yeah. E yeah. of the gang. You know, like yeah. somebody's got to fucking roll up ready to fucking kill a motherfucker or no one's going to take us yeah, seriously. Yeah, because you're going to you know? get, you're going to get people on board saying like, yeah, we want to improve education. We want to mm -hmm. do this. We want to do that. We want to do this. And you're going to get people saying, yeah, we want that. You right. know what I mean? Right. And then you got the fucking crazy people. You know what I mean? With the guns. Right. There's going to be some that are like, okay, That's, yeah, we'll do that. It does sound fun to do the you know? fight club thing. Like, he's got the recruits showing up. Yeah. Fucking getting the fucking yeah. shirts and the pants and the boots and fucking, here's yeah. your gun. Yeah, they, like, that outfit was a planned, this is the yeah. organization's outfit. Blue it's shirt, dope. black pants. Blue shirt, yeah. black leather jacket. And you stand afro. outside until we tell you can come yeah, in. exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, and if yeah, you leave. Yeah, they brought the afro around. I was watching yeah. that. Like, that was about that. That like, was. That, yeah, the afro came in because of that. Speaking of your nephews, solid hair. Yeah, they got solid hair. You sent some of those pictures and I saw you're posting yeah your one nephew has a huge ass afro yeah they both have different yeah. times they've got large large afros um so but they end up i mean they dip in and out of various like black movements yeah. right they're they try out this person's philosophy and that person's philosophy and they well, end up a kinda, baby organization yeah, at yeah, the yeah. time trying to find their way you know and they're like, like we yeah. don't agree you know we were in this group and we didn't agree with them and we were in yeah. this group but they were kind of too soft and we know group, we don't like what's happening now right. but we don't quite know what would be better yeah. and we don't want to follow the nation of islam yeah. like they're kind of militant but that's not our fight like that's a different thing most um, of it had just started out with the self-defense so cops quit beating the yeah. people up that was the initial yeah. that was the main yeah. thing like they, yeah. they were tired of you know and i i forget the stats or somewhere in my notes but i i want to say something like fucking one percent of the cops in oakland were not white um and they were like that's a problem like you're patrolling yeah. a predominantly black yeah. ghetto and no one black is on the force i want to say like what do you think the 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 normal response to police was back then i i feel like I feel like back then, like the white cops were beating the black people because they just came out of, oh, you know, sure. like segregation. For you know sure. what I mean? Like, and so like the, the the black people would probably be doing nothing for sure and be getting beat up by the cops. Yeah, or you know getting what shot I mean? or as opposed to nowadays where we've become this mouthy fucking society. You know what I mean? Everybody with with cell phones. Like, there's a different turn of of the way. Um, it's portrayed. You oh, know I think I mean? it was definitely way worse back then. Cause here, I mean, here's the thing. Like I, I, I didn't read this is my personal belief. Yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. I believe that the black Panthers could have only come from a more progressive state like California because yeah. what they were doing would have been shot down hard as fuck if they were in Alabama. Oh, if yeah. they were in, yeah, yeah, not yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But when you're in Oakland in the shadow of San Francisco, where fucking hippies and love and yeah. like, this is the birth. It's a little more accepted. It's like more accepted, accepted and you can, you, can, you can get rolling. The, the racism isn't as pervasive with everyone in yeah. society. So you can be like, fuck these cops that are killing black people. We're going to get guns and whatever. And everybody else is either like, well, I'm not fucking going into Oakland anyway. Fuck that yeah. shit. <laughs> like, <dude. laughs> 
do what you want in Oakland. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would have happened in Tennessee or Alabama. Like they would have been so fucking yeah. hard. But I think, and I think it's in the long run, I think it's a good thing. I think the fact that they're, that they were representing the Northern States where that yeah. wasn't as big a problem. I think they made changes that no one else could have yeah. made. You know, they were willing to take stances that Martin Luther King couldn't take that Malcolm X wasn't going to take. They, they changed the landscape in a lot of interesting ways. Um, and I think at the root of it was the fact that they still like it was all about their community. They were community people. They were quote unquote brothers from the street. That was yeah. always the term that they used and they cared about their communities. And it wasn't so much a movement of like MLK going state to state, city to city, recruiting and, and building things. This is like, we're from Oakland. We live in Oakland. We're staying in Oakland. We're, we're patrolling Oakland. Right. Yeah. Like if you want to uh, start up over there, go start for your it. Own like we'll come yeah. down there and show you what to do and tell you what the yeah. laws are, but we're in Oakland. Like, I hope yeah. you do it in South central. I hope you do it in Detroit. And eventually yeah. it does start to franchise. Yeah. They out studied after, like, the gun years. laws and the constitution yeah. and they knew it better than, did it. Yeah. yeah. Knew it better than the police. And he started to train everybody that they recruited and they would be like, if any cop comes up to you or sweats you or yeah. whatever, this is exactly what you need to say. You have like, no right. I'm like, not doing anything yep, wrong. I didn't yep. break any laws. Say, now they'd be like, the fuck law. that. Yeah. You're holding a shotgun. You're <laughs> yeah. fucking toast. Yeah. But as because at the time the rule was you could have a loaded shotgun as long as it was either on a gun rack in your not car pointed at anyone. or it was in your hands and it wasn't pointed at yeah. anyone. Like you were legit. To, yeah, that's kind to of a sketch it. law. It's not currently pointed at anyone. Lift. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the moment from yeah. being legal to illegal is, yeah. is very decisive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, um, and it's really, you can carry on a shotgun. Like that's fucking harmful like, yeah. more so than, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, like, like I was talking to my stepdad, like back in the day, every fucking truck gun oh, rack yeah, and back gun the fucking, racks, like, yeah. You know, when I grew up in Michigan, from Nebraska, like everyone yeah. had gun racks in the back of their yeah. in the back of at their high truck. school. Like you've got the high For school, sure. and no one took the truck. No. The truck's not even locked. Yep. Guns, yeah. rifles in the back of your fucking trucks. Tons I of guns. where I grew There'd up, be there hundreds were hundreds of guns. Probably in deer season, yeah. all the trucks in the high school parking lot, teachers and students had multiple guns. Just have in the to back. give you the day off. Well, so because you can go the deer hunting. and the thing is, you would like if it was deer season, you kept your gun in the rack because what if you were driving to the country and you saw a fucking deer? Yeah, like you're gonna get down to business. Like you know, can't help it. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so the, one of the things that really led to it was there was a guy named Matthew Johnson, an unarmed black man in San Francisco. Um, Huey P. Newton watched the fact that this guy got killed by the cops and there were riots and upset in, in San Francisco. And he realized that the riot and the upset didn't go anywhere because all the police had weapons and none of the pissed off black people did. And this was when he made that decision. I'm going to study the gun laws. I'm going to, I'm going to do all this. And he ends up, um, like, like you said, he, he knew him better than the cops did. And he ends up, uh, arming everyone and they didn't have any money. So they started to sell the little red book, which was uh, Chairman Mao Zedong's communist <laughs> Marxist manifesto from China. And they would go into Berkeley and Santa Cruz and all these like super sell it high margin. Rich, like, yeah, they would buy it for a dollar and go sell it to rich white kids at Northern uh, universities for, five, for yeah. five. And they would turn a profit and everybody, you know, it's the fucking sixties. Everybody wants to explore and do whatever. Yeah. And, you know, anti Vietnam rhetoric, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they would go around and sell all these books. Um, and that, and then, 
as soon as they would get the money back, they would buy more copies of the books and they would buy a couple of shotguns and they would hand them out to the people in the Panthers and they would sell more books and they would buy more books and then buy more guns. And eventually everyone that was signing up, if they didn't have a gun of their yeah. own. I wonder how much a shotgun was back then. Probably nothing. Probably 80 bucks. Nothing, 50 dude. bucks. Yeah, yeah. Probably less than yeah. 80. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you can get a shotgun now for 200. Yeah. You know? Easily. Yeah. So, um, so they would sell the books and they would do all this stuff. And then another, uh, guy who was a black activist who wasn't a Panther a black named, activist. named Stokely mm. Carmichael. Um, he, Stokely. he was giving a speech and he talked about another group in the South that used a black Panther as their symbol. Mm. And Newton and seal were like, that's the shit. Like we're taking the black Let's Panther and that's where they got their name. Yeah. That's where they got the symbol. Well, they said um, also it had something to do with the way that the Panther acted in the wild, that it would not mm. attack first. It would react or something like one of those dudes was breaking it down. Like there was a whole fucking like thought process behind the nature of the Panther and what it, one it's black, right. but it was about like how strong it was and this, and I mean, they might've come up with that after they the did. fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Um, but yeah. they were said like it would stalk like how they followed the cops. Right. And it didn't like it would, if they were, if it was provoked, then it would attack right. like, stuff like right. that. I don't know how much real there is behind that, but right. They'd have to wait. He for said it. I watched it on the interview. Yeah. They attack. Doesn't yeah. Make sense, but so they've got their, they've got their guns. They've got their symbol. They've got their uniform, mm-hmm. which like you said, was a blue shirt, black pants, black leather jacket, it was usually like a black motorcycle looking, I guess just like a black, like members only. looked like a business jacket, like a suit yeah. coat, except it was a black leather yeah. suit coat. And then like a short trench coat almost. Yeah. Like kind of. Yeah. And then they would wear, um, if they didn't have an Afro, they would wear a black beret. So those were your mm. two, your two hair options were a beret. And you or see that in Afro. movies a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, they found in October and they start uh, patrolling the cops and um, they uh, in 67, they opened their first official headquarters in a storefront in Oakland. Um, they released the first issue of the black Panther black community news service, which becomes a newspaper that at its height had a circul- a national circulation of 250,000 people. Was, what it says that that just means there's 250,000 people subscribed to it. Yes. That doesn't say the frequency of which it's released. Right. So yeah, that means once when a month you, or something, when you release one, 250,000 people okay. bought it. Yeah. I so, read that stat and I was like, I don't know how often yeah, I don't know that how once a year they, it could be every right, month. Right. It probably wasn't super often. I would guess like I, quarterly I or something. And apparently it was well known for having amazing artwork. I know. I wonder, yeah, the dude, uh, one of the main dudes drew the stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Um, cause I watched a thing on it, but yeah, I wonder if you can still get a copy of that. I'm sure there's some eBay shit finding a black Panther. Oh, I'm sure. I'm what sure was the paper are. called? Did it say it's called the black Panther okay. black community news service. Hmm. Look on here. Um, so yeah, they, they end up patrolling the police and the party members were told, like if they got pulled over, they would cite all the laws and then they would tell the officers, this is the name of our Black Panther lawyer. And if you try to arrest me or fuck with me because of the gun, I'm going to take you to court and sue you because I'm not doing anything illegal. Damn, dude. Some of these Huey P. Newton Grateful Dead issue from 1971, 150 bucks for an issue of that newspaper. Mm-hmm. 80 I'm bucks, 60 bucks, 150 bucks, yeah, yeah, yeah. 125. They are cool looking though, actually. Yeah. Yeah, like look at the some of the covers on those. It's not like a regular oh, newspaper. Yeah. It's like full, no, yeah. full color. Like yeah. yeah, it looks cool. Oh uh, yeah, um, like a magazine. Yeah. So in 1967, after um, Malcolm X had been assassinated, uh, his wife Betty Shabazz went to San Francisco mm. to give a speech, and 
the Black Panthers provided security. So they picked her up at the airport. They took her to the venue. They protected her at the venue. So all of a sudden the national media, because it's right, it's like, I want to say it was her first speech after her husband had been murdered. So she's giving this speech and all of a sudden there's all these fucking brothers in fucking yeah. coats with afros and berets with shotguns surrounding Betty Shabazz. You know it's not the Nation of Islam. Yeah. It's a militia. Fell out. Yeah, You're like, who the fuck a, are these guys? Yeah. You know? They're, they're, they're essentially a militia. You yeah, know what I mean? Basically. For their own for their own neighborhood. Basically, you know yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what they are. Um, and then SEAL starts to like turn that around to let's use this media. Like, fuck, we just had all this national oh, attention. Yeah. We need to start making that happen intentionally and use it to get more numbers and to, to grow, et cetera. Um, and, uh, so they end up, um, I saw a thing where Ronald Reagan, uh, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was talking and like, he was the governor of California at the time or something. And there's all this news, but then the black Panthers show up and they left Ronald Reagan standing there. He was the governor and the, all the, and they just ran and start talking Panthers. to black Panthers. Yeah, like, what are you guys surprised. doing? Yeah. Like the governor's like, well, what the fuck? Well, I'm standing. Yeah. yeah. That was um, good. Do it again. Thank you. Well, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's more Ronald Reagan than Reagan yeah. though. Um, so then there was in Richmond, California, um, there was a guy named Denzel Dowell in, uh, 1967, <clears throat> uh, black unarmed 22 year old construction worker, um, shot by police in North Richmond. And, um, the cops refused to investigate the case. So the family turned to the black Panthers and said, can you get to the bottom of this? Like who killed our, who killed our son? What the fuck happened? He never, he wasn't a threat, whatever. Um, so they well, started was, to hold rallies. It was Eminem. Yeah. His Grady. That's right. 22 year old. That's right. Went home, <laughs> found his wife in bed with another man. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. So Next they started crime. to, they started to, um, have rallies and tell the community like don't accept this arm yeah. yourself self-defense like don't trust the cops yeah, like yeah. all this shit yeah. um which and then when i was doing this research it really dawned on me that when nwa releases fuck the police like they're really tapping into an important cultural oh, vein yeah. here yeah. like it's this, been fuck the police since this shit right you know what i mean yeah. it's still going yeah. on to this and day they you know? tap into it again yeah. it's west coast rap yeah. this is where the fuck the police mentality yeah. came from it was just 20 years earlier than nwa yeah. but i don't i don't think that was an accident um oh no but uh so they start to hold rallies um and this is where the police start to show up because they're like, what the fuck? What's this rally? Is this going to turn into, into a riot? And then a couple of cop cars would show up and see a couple of hundred black guys with guns and be like, all right, peace out. Like, <laughs> they turn around. Do yeah. your shit. Um, and then that led to more people learning about the laws and then more people attending the next yeah. rally with their own guns. And it just started to balloon and balloon and balloon and start to start to build, which again, I think probably speaks to newton and seals savviness on how to recruit and how to build yeah because now we're doing these rallies and we're gonna get even more people well, to come back a, to the next rally it's a there was a need you know what i mean sure. like they, they they needed it the people needed it you mm -hmm. know what i mean so they they rallied together and you see that and you're like oh well, i'm not alone right 
you know, and right. so that community provided a place. And for keep them, in mind, you're pre-internet. You know, yeah. The news isn't yeah. going to represent your neighborhood. Yeah. Like these rallies are where you're going to be like, oh, yeah. fuck. You know, you're going to read that newspaper from the Black Panthers and be like, oh, shit, this is the real truth. Yeah. You know, and you're going to, you're you know, fuck that Hearst newspaper. And you're going to listen to that because it's it's talking to you and your neighborhood. Yeah. Right. It's speaking to you yeah. personally. And, sure and then free breakfast and education had ulterior motives as well because they start mm -hmm. talking the talk. They're like, that's kids having breakfast. Right. And they're like, oh, hey, like, and then school stuff too. They're like, this is math. This is history. This is fucking like the rebellion. And they start right. telling them shit yeah, about right. like the, the man keeping them down you know, at this a is, young age. This is history. And yeah. this it's is indoctrination. his story. It's right. the same, you know, you know, exactly. it's the same thing. Like, you yeah. know, it's the indoctrination, you know. Right. Like, but I mean, smart. even, even <laughs> for those that aren't indoctrinating, I'm sure that the, that the school system wasn't teaching them oh, no. as much about the horrible shit that they happened still, to various they, minorities. Mean, look at look at kids now, what yeah. they're learning in school. It's, yeah. it's garbage. You right. know what I mean? It's whitewashed fucking. Yeah. So they're you know, going in there and like, trash. this is the real history, yeah. and, you know, which I'm sure was skewed as well. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, know. it was way, yeah. Yeah. way yeah. on yeah. their side yeah. of it, you yeah, know. Sure. Fucking every white person hates fucking, you know. Right, right. Um, so then a thing called the Mulford Act gets passed. Um, in May of 1967 as an immediate reaction to the Black Panthers. Mm -hmm. So they start to make it illegal for them to carry weapons. Not carry weapons, not carry loaded weapons. Not carry loaded weapons. Which is kind of crazy because, like, who's to say? Like, show me your weapon. Can you chamber that? Like, why wouldn't you just say you can't carry weapons, not loaded weapons? Because you don't know if there's fucking bullets in the magazine or slowly but surely. I that's guess a, that's maybe. just a harder battle to fight at the Probably. beginning, and it yeah. still gives the it still gives law enforcement some teeth. Like yeah. at least and law the, enforcement, yeah. if you did, you know, when the Black Panthers are reading all these laws to you about why they can carry a gun, the show cop, me, the yeah, cops can be me. like, show me that it's not loaded, and if it is loaded, I can arrest your ass. Yeah. Right. And if it's not loaded, at least yeah. I know it's not loaded. Yeah. You know, so. So it got, does give him some pocket it's, full of shells in his home too, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's slow. Like it's that slow. I mean, look at the laws now. You know, what right. I mean, it's gone from that to where we are now, to where it's getting harder and, and harder. And it also and makes me think to buy that the, guns. You know, the side effect here. I mean, it's pretty much known that. California and New York has the most restrictive gun laws. Yeah. And I think th we can point to the black Panthers for why California has the most restrictive sure. gun laws. I mean, there's, other you look at, too. but you look at every yeah. other state in the West yeah. And they have like Arizona, yeah, open carry. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But California, I mean, you're no. sitting in hard rock and fucking dude walks by yeah. the fucking pistol, you right, know, like right. it's just how it is, you know, Texas. Um, but yeah, that log uh, gets passed. The governor, Ronald Reagan signs it without batting an eye. Yeah. Um, I wonder how long it takes to, to get used to that. Just see dude walking around the fucking holster and shit. If you're, you're at the used, coffee shop, I think, I think if, you're, if you're used to guns, like if you're yeah. around guns, it's not shocking. Right. You know what I mean? But like, if you're not around guns and you're in Starbucks and you see a police officer, that's a police officer. They have a gun. You know that. And you're like, oh, fuck, there's a gun. Like, it's real. You know, yeah. People yeah. are it's shocking. It's a little bit yeah. weird. Like each there, other. there was a homicide detective who used to always go to Dagny's mm -hmm. and he was all, he's just Carry plain, plain yeah. clothes dude. Yeah. And on he probably his, had a, he probably had a his, button up shirt and some slacks or yep. some shit. And yeah. on his belt was always gun. his gun yeah. right next to his badge. Yeah. Yeah. But you would see it and be like, fucking gun. Like, yeah. And if you're not used to that, yeah. like it is shocking on some level. And a lot of people, like around here, that's not a thing. And right. so like, it's a weird, yeah. I get stressful for some people, I guess, you right. know, like they're not right. used to it, you know, right. mm, hyper aware, yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So know. they came up with a 10 point program, which was mm. all the things that they wanted. Um, power. Yeah. So yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> so here, <laughs> here's notes. the things that they want from their 10 point program. 
Point one, we want freedom. We want power to determine the destiny of our black community. Some political power. They want representation. Yeah. 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 Two, it's a good notion, but come on, really? We want full employment for our people. They want to make sure every person has a job? That's hard. Uh, That's rough. That's a rough one. I mean, yeah, we want it. I want it too. I want everyone in America to have it. Everybody's going to want it. I want everyone to be employed. I would rather everybody that that's something that's personal. Right. You know what I mean? That's a personal thing, but also too, you have to have the people around you wanting. Now, if I said, I mean, like if we want like meaningful employment for our people, that's a bit of a better statement, you know? Um, we want an end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black community. So capitalists are robbing the black community, okay. which they're really robbing every community. They're, yeah, they're capitalists. That's right. what yeah, capitalism yeah, yeah. is. Exactly. But I'll get behind they're that. Not, they're not just yeah. going after no, the black. Yeah. Can you I'll give me a 10-point plan for yeah. that point? Yeah. <laughs> Explain. We want decent housing fit for shelter of human beings. We'll get behind that one. Well, and if they're, yeah, if they're getting redlined or whatever at yeah, the banks, some you know, shit like that, they shit, can't, yeah. Fucking Oakland ghettos. Yeah, they yeah. won't let them, they won't let, you know, black people get loans. Like, that's understandable. We want education for our people that exposes the true nature of this decadent American society. We want education that teaches us our true history and our role in the present day society. I think equal opportunity and employment like that probably sums up the whole goddamn thing. I almost think equal like, opportunity would just be I, this most is, of that. Th- th- and that's the other thing, like, like stuff like that, like education, like if I want my kids to know certain thing, that's my job. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't can understand. I can understand wanting the, you know, yeah, wanting the populace to know wanting the populist. Yeah. I can understand that. I can, I can get behind that one. I understand that. I can get behind you know? that. Six. I can't get behind at all. Number six. We want all black men to be exempt from military service. No. But it's Vietnam. It's a different. Did time. they feel like they were being exploited as well? Probably. They They're probably felt. I mean, line. which they were. I mean, the right. the draft rates were much higher for African Americans. They couldn't get out of the draft as easily as white people could. So I mean, there was definitely that was a concern. But a I think that's of, a bit. Yeah. That's 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 a bit much. We want an. Immediate- I think, and I, that, and that's what I think. I think like like even now, I almost think that every. I mean, just like in any other like other countries, all all people should have to serve. Men and women. Right. Like, at, well, least, I would say at least two years. W- one or the other. Well, no, I, I would say. You know what I mean? That's tough. We might uh, no, I'm, I'm right saying uh, when you're 18 years old, you're 18 years old. You go serve. And, and you're, you're not going to college. You go to serve. You go to college. You serve after college. Right. Or you go serve and then go to college. Right. One or the other. Like, that's the thing. And it's maybe it's just two years. You right. do two years and then you're out. Whatever. Right. But I think, like, I, I think you would get. That's true. If you did that, you could make them fucking clean up the side of the freeway. You could do all kinds of shit. All mm-hmm. kind of community service mm-hmm. and infrastructure rebuilding bridges. And there's a lot of yeah. put major, everybody to work. A lot of major Western nations so slippery do slopes, yeah. Yeah. You know, Well, slippery and then slope. you have a more, I mean, it's a more, you have a more connection with like, I served my country. You know what I mean? And it's not like, I think you have you to know, have a lot more trust in your government and what they're going to have the I, army do. I, I, yeah, I understand that. Like, I mean, it's scary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think people are scared naturally of like, Oh, I'm going to go in the army. Like what's going to happen to me? Like, well, you didn't go in the army. Now you're trusting other people. Right. And you're, you know what I mean? Like the other people have went to the army for but you. But it's like you know? fucking Switzerland. 
Everybody yeah. has to join Everyone the Swiss serves, Army, yeah. serve for two years. You're all trained. It's one of the reasons, to be honest, like I read this in one article that they think one of the reasons Hitler didn't bother trying to invade Switzerland because they're is all because, military people. Because every single person in the nation knows yeah. how to be a soldier, yeah. and the army Ready lets all of them keep their weapons when they're yeah. done. He also had that. So gold, you have an entire, yeah, gold, you have an entire gold, nation uh, of armed trained. That was also their gold filter. Like you know well, what I mean? Like true. yeah, that's I'm pretty sure there was well. some monetary. Yeah. yeah. But again, you're a neutral nation that doesn't pick wars and never has. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, I'll join the military and learn some shit and help yeah. the country. And you're not going to be like and get sent to some corrupt war I don't believe in. You know, yeah, like but it's, it, is, it is what it is. Yeah. The, the, the nation's at war anyway, with you or without you. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't like really Bono. matter, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so number seven, we want immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. I can get behind that. That's one. fair. Immediate um, end. We want, yeah, the immediate is a bit much. Uh, number eight, we want freedom for all black men held in federal, state, county, and city prisons and jails. Uh, mm. Come on. That might be case by case. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, can, I we, think, can like, we, let's just say we want, we want all cases to be revisited. How's yeah. that sound? <laughs> like, that's a little broad statement. I mean, that's like, that's yeah. saying no black people are doing crime right, at all. Right. Like, Nine, you know. we want all black people when brought to trial to be tried in a court by a jury of their peer group or people from their black communities as defined by the constitution of the United States. So they basically want black representation yeah. on the juries. That's, I mean, okay. Like all black, all black jury. I think that's, yeah, there's an all black jury like that. Now that's a little right. biased though. You know what I mean? Like that. Okay. You get a black jury and you, that's a little biased. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? No, it's it's be, we want all pepper. black people when tried yeah. to have a jury of their peer group. I yeah. don't know if that means an entirely, but right. maybe you want some representation. Uh, depends on how yeah, many, let's pick a number. To, uh, yeah. Like how many, how many, how many, that would be the flaw of, of the system, though. It's supposed to be an That's, equal. It's supposed to be right. non-biased, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. non-biased. Once again, equal equality and equal opportunity, like would solve all of all these things if, if you just asked for that. But they got some specific. Yeah, and the number gripes. ten is really like I think they just felt like. David Letterman doesn't have a top nine list. He has a top 10 list. I think they were like, come up with one more. We can, if we, let's come up with one more, but <laughs> it's pretty much all either. It's pretty much all shit that's been covered already. Hitler had, Hitler had the top nine. <laughs> he did. He yeah. Did. yeah. So number 10 is we want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. That's like 10 in the 10th. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, that's but I mean, just, really, like almost all of it is already covered in one through yeah, nine. Yeah. I think the only thing that isn't covered in one through nine is bread. bread. That was the infinite, infinite wishes <laughs> from the money. Is it yeah, money or is that's it a, if you money? have the, if everybody has a job, then you yeah. can get bread and yeah, clothing. Exactly right. So that was that was three wishes, food. and your last wish, yeah. you, you wish for more wishes. That's yeah. What just yeah, 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 yeah. You can't do that, Black Panthers. <laughs> you can't do it. Oh, we want land. That one hadn't yeah. been covered yet. Yeah, it did. Housing, housing, housing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So ten is bullshit. Yeah. So I'm hit or miss with all of them, but well, it's just redundant. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just redundant. Like, so, can I ask for three things from Santa? And then yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. You throw a PlayStation, a Xbox. Yeah, they wanted everything. I want a PlayStation, so now, an Xbox, and a PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing about the Black Panthers, though, that I found interesting was they started in October of 1966. That's my birthday. Yeah. By whole August of oh. 1967. <laughs> um, That's my birthday. The uh, J. Edgar Hoover said that the Black Panthers uh, were the greatest threat to in internal security of the country. 
It's the Hoover Dam. That's all I think. That's not that's not bad work for like a year and a half yeah. of a group in Oakland. Like it took a year and a half for the director of the FBI to go, God damn. <laughs> like Trouble. look at these motherfuckers yeah. right here. Like because it, and the thing is though, so and then it's like why? Like I don't get it. You know, like is that just a racist reaction? Like what? They want education and they're trying to stop yeah. corrupt cops. But no, they're if you're if you're J. Edgar Hoover, they're also spreading Marxist and communist ideals yeah. into yeah. black neighborhoods. They're at like the leaders, even though I, thought, I don't well, know they're, if they're, they're, done they're, this they're yet. on the cusp of a revolution. They're on the cusp of a revolution. They're they're weaponizing. They're, even, they're know, communicating I mean, with with the leadership of North Korea and the leadership yeah. of China and the yeah. leadership of Vietnam, who we're at fucking war with. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they'd gone to tour yet, but yeah. Huey, Huey P. Newton and all these guys are going to these with, countries, yeah. hanging Kim, out Kim with Jong Kim Il Soon, yeah. like Kim yeah. Jong Il's grandfather. Yeah. Like, they're Kim Il Soup. Yeah, Kim Il Soup. Yeah. Uh, Camel Soup. He had a license. Um, Campbell to go. Soup. No, but um, if you think about Hoover, like a lot of people think COINTELPRO was like crazy, like, oh, they did horrible. But from a perspective of someone who's Homeland, it's on, Homeland yeah, Security before you're Homeland looking Security, at this, you, know? you got fucking Nation of Islam and MLK and fucking mm -hmm. Malcolm X and the Black Panthers and motherfuckers are holding guns and people that are suppressed like a boiling point on the fucking streets. What do you do? He, they had to kind of do that shit right. and defuse some of that stuff. I just I mean, think it's, it's interesting, rough, like though, assassinating I mean, people. Like I just think it's interesting that the Nation of Islam has been doing their shit for years. Yeah, MLK stuff has been building for years. Yeah. They the fucking Black Panthers though. came out for a year, and they were like, yeah. "Oh shit!" <laughs> like this. Well, you have all that shit together, right? You know what I mean? It's it, the guns, it is, though. It, it, is, is, the guns. it is the guns. They really. Yeah. MLK, you can have a million man march, but when you got rifles involved, yeah. then it's like, oh shit, that's an, yeah. that's a militia. MLK was peace. Like right, he was, right. he was, he was talking. I have a dream. He, yeah, I have they a were. Dream. I have a shotgun. Yeah, and you're looking like okay, this. To, let's use force right now. Yeah. This group is contained to Oakland, mm -hmm. but if yeah. this shit goes national, yeah. fuck. Yeah, like so, I can understand the fear. You got to stomp a mud hole in this bitch for sure before it's fucking stomps a mud hole in us. You know, and we did. An episode on Cointel Pro, which was pretty fucked up. They they did all kinds of fucking yeah. fringe to illegal shit. Illegal they did all the shit that they couldn't do before that was illegal that right. we now allow it, them to and do. And it's an uncomfortable like, thing to think about, like with, the necessary evil of some shit is like what's okay, yeah. what's not okay, what do you do? Right. Like what had what would happen no if they laws. hadn't have done that? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, and they're like one of their goals. It's the butterfly effect. Right. You know one of the mean? goals like, bad of bad shit. You know, it yeah. stopped, it stopped there or, you know, some of the things was necessary. It's a necessary evil. You know what I mean? The, the, in that term, you know, maybe though, from who their knows, perspective, maybe or not some black yeah. utopia right now, yeah. that, you know, it might thing, not be my paradise. They were, they wanted to keep the nation of Islam MLK's civil rights movement and the black Panthers from ever unifying. Yeah. <laughs> And they also wanted to keep street gangs from ever getting involved with yeah. any of these groups. They were picking so fights they, with each other. They like, started yeah. to pick fights yeah. with street gangs and Black Panthers, Black Panthers and the Nation of Islam. Yeah. Like they started writing anonymous letters like they would have FBI agents spying. And when they found out that these people were doing this, they oh, would yeah. fucking tip somebody else off that this is going to fuck with you. See, and that's where they fell into like they started up. Everything was going good, but they fell into where, OK, well, now you're up against a group who's better at sabotaging than you are. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that, that's really yeah, what it yeah, is, you know? Right. Um, so they, they, there was a group called the Blackstone Rangers, which was a Chicago street gang. And um, they started to send anonymous letters to the Rangers gang leader saying that the black Panthers wanted him dead. 
um, and that they were trying to stop preemptive violence and that the Black Panthers thought that he was a blight on the black community. Mm. So then he started to fucking pick fights. Because he's selling drugs and right, right, other right. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Southern California, the FBI did the same thing to start a black, uh, black gang war between the Black yeah. Panthers and a group called the U.S. Organization, which was another black nationalist group yeah. in South Central. So they start like taking all these groups and making, you know, They're pitting them against, pitting them against each, each other, each other yeah. because they don't want them to unify. Yeah. They don't want someone with the charisma of MLK who had just been killed to come around and unify all of this shit with the guns. They just stopped that like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just stopped yeah. that shit. We they just killed, killed Martin Luther King. Yeah, we just yeah. killed him. Now we got this shit. And then just for shits yeah. and giggles, we killed fucking uh, Malcolm X. Yeah. So like now this is happening? Yeah. Like yeah, how many do we to have be to be fair, kill? someone has their hand in his pocket. That's true. Yeah. 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 Um, so... They were even trying to shut down the free breakfast for children and trying to get the neighborhood to go against it yeah. because they didn't like what they were teaching the children that were there. Yeah. They thought it was, it was more about the teaching and, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, when they start, they were really in fear of communism. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that type of for thing. Sure. That's what, yeah, that's what, that was the, that was the, um, you know, the devil, so to right. speak, you know, and that's what and these guys after. were embracing, were embracing Marxism. It. Yeah. 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 It was just against, and they were, I think, I really think they were doing it just, uh, you know, to spite what was going on. Right. You know what I mean? They're like, well, what's this other shit? You know yeah. what I mean? Like this looks good, which is kind of why people got into communism because, right. you know, you think like, oh, well on the surface, everything looks good. Right. Yeah. This is what we need. But well, really, when you have nothing, they offer you it something. It looks better. Yeah. yeah it looks better. better. It's when better it, than what you yeah, have. Right. Yeah. Currently. Right. But really once you're into it, you know, look at China, right. you know what I mean? Like right. those types of things. It's, it's a different story. Yeah. So October of 1967, an Oakland police officer named John Frey um, has an altercation with Huey Newton during a traffic mm. stop. Um, and which that was probably intentional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like, oh, this is so, like a leader of the Black Panthers. But Huey P. Newton kills John Frey um in a gun battle. Um and he'll be his Huckleberry. Newton's convicted of voluntary manslaughter shot at trial. Um, but the conviction's overturned. Um, and they say that uh that in a there was a book that came out and the writer said that Newton was drunk before the incident and claimed to have willfully shot the cop. Mm. But in other accounts, the other officer uh, was said to have shot first and mm. been like inciting fucking difficult. So no one really knows what well, went he, down. He goes to jail and gets acquitted. Like it's a yeah. huge thing, giant trial. And um, there was a huge movement, like the yeah. free Huey, yeah. you know, movement, like celebrity, like yeah. Jane Fonda was getting behind it. Like Jane Fonda the, like adopted some of his yeah, kids. Yeah. Or some shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Like unofficially, but, uh, but yeah. So, yeah. so a lot of, a lot of the they people slept in the back house. Yeah. So basically the celebrities that were like anti Vietnam war yeah, were yeah. off and pro most of Panthers. them yeah. most of them um so another death and there's all kind we won't cover all of them but all kinds of fucking altercations deaths etc yeah. um but the guy named bobby hutton who was the first person that seal and newton ever recruited the first black panther aside yeah. from the two founders yeah um the first student yeah in 1968 two days after martin luther king was killed there were riots all over the place obviously um Hutton was uh, only 16 and he was traveling with a guy named Eldridge Cleaver who becomes really high up in the Black Panthers. He sort of takes over. Yeah. You stop hearing about Seal at about this he, point and you he's start He's like hearing one of the breakoffs to lead like one of the factions. Yeah. Right. right. 
Um, so they end up getting pulled over Cleaver and Hutton, uh, the Oakland police officers, um, confront them. And it turns into a 90 minute gun battle with the police. Um, okay. Corral Cleaver ends up wounded. Hutton surrenders. And, um, the account is that Hutton surrendered stripped down to his underwear with his hands up to show. I have no weapons (laughs) and I have nothing. And they still fucking shot him him 12 times. Um, as soon as he came out in his underwear, they shot him 12 times and killed him. Um, and, the Black Panthers claimed that they ambushed him, that the whole thing was a setup and an ambush to kill off uh, Cleaver, basically. Mm. Leave and it to Cleaver. Hunt, That's leave a, it to Cleaver. It's a completely yeah. different show, a though. Totally different show. <laughs> yeah. Um, Walking around in bloody underwear. And then, again, this is another thing that that thrust them into the media. Oh, the other thing that we didn't talk about, the thing that really put them on the map uh, for nationally was when that Mulford Act was happening to to restrict their gun rights. Oh, they showed two up to, like, different the times. Or some shit. They showed up at the California Capitol building in mass with their guns and like stormed the Capitol building with their guns. All the cameras were filming it, and they're like, "Fuck!" Yeah. So that was how they leveraged a lot of national media attention. But death is like by this shock, do it basically. As well. Yeah. You know. So after this guy's death, they got even more uh, media coverage. They dropped the self-defense thing and just called themselves the Black Panther Party. Um, And they end up uh, getting franchises, so to speak, in Atlanta, Baltimore, Boston, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Kansas City, L.A., Newark, New Orleans, uh, New York City, Omaha, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, Toledo, and Washington, D.C. Yeah. Which, again... They're almost, except for the one that dips into the Midwest, they're almost all Northern or Western. Yeah. Like it's not the South. The South like is even, even as they're, yeah, yeah, as they're spreading, even this, though yeah. civil rights are still building all that stuff, they're not happening in Southern cities, right? Yeah. This is, this it's, is, I think that the, the fear level in the Southern states yeah, is probably not, greater. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and two, the, the KKK was thriving at the time. Yep. You know, so that would be another big factor where in in california probably not so much but in alabama louisiana you know those southern states that kkk was yeah. there yeah they were it's probably still, yeah yeah there's yeah. a fear ingrained yeah. you know it was a different monster right they start yeah. to put up what they call survival programs which are you know it sounds all like badass and prepper or whatever but that's yeah. not it it's like for the survival of of uh, African Americans in ghettos and it's things like clothing distribution, uh, classes on politics and economics. So you can learn how, how to vote and how to balance a checkbook and how you're getting screwed and how to apply for a job and all that stuff. Free medical clinics, lessons on self-defense and first aid, which is kind of funny. We'll throw the first aid in there. This is how you get past a gunshot wound. Um, quick clot transportation for family members, for inmates. Um, This is where the free breakfast for children comes around. And this is where the free medical clinics come around. They start to screen for sickle cell anemia as, as it progresses later, they start to screen for HIV, different diseases. They're like, you know, screening for sexual diseases, like all kinds of stuff, but free medical clinics, um, that they, that they house. So they, this yeah. Is what that's they, all the stuff that they weren't able to get. Right. You know, right. Yeah. 
They create what they call liberation schools, which are really like after school programs that for, you know, with Black Panthers will show up and teach, you know, children like this is the real history mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But they do actually open a school um, called the Oakland Community School. And um, they. Uh, it was one of the after school programs, but they turned it into a complete school. And in September of 1977, the school received an award from the California governor and said that it uh, and from the California legislature for, quote, having set the standard for the highest level of elementary education in the state. Hmm. So the Black Panther School had the highest success rates in the entire state the highest of California. Standards. Nobody actually passed those. That's the true. Standard. Yeah, yeah, You're all You all got Fs. Yeah, they set the standard. <laughs> Nobody can make yeah, it. But yeah. yeah. That statement is kind of weird. Right. So um, Quintel Pro starts to work. At about this point as well, mm-hmm. um, there starts to become the rifts that happened. So there's a violent conflict between um, the 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 Black Panthers in L.A. and the U.S. organization. Um, in 1969, the Los Angeles Panther captain, a guy named Bunchy Carter, and his deputy minister, John Higgins, were killed at UCLA. Bunchy? That's a crazy Bunchy name. Bunchy. Bunchy or Bunchy? Bunchy. Um, they're killed on the it's UCLA dish, campus actually. in a cheese. Yeah. They're killed at UCLA in a gunfight with the U S organization. Um, and, uh, there's another shootout a little bit later where people die. And actually at some point, uh, a little bit later, um, once the Panthers start to fall apart, the, uh, black Panther, a huge offshoot of the black Panthers in South central LA break off and become the Crips. Oh, and wow. I they, didn't see that. yeah, they, they feed into this thing and they're like, we're, yeah, we'll watch our own neighborhood and we're also going to fucking make some money while we're doing it. So they, they kind of branch off and do that stuff. Um, but the big one that really kind of was fucked up was a big FBI raid, um, in, uh, and I think we covered this on the Cointel pro episode as well, but in December of 1969, the Chicago police, um, raided the home of the lead uh, Black Panther named Fred Hampton. Um, and it was the FBI and the police that sort of coordinated to do this raid. And um, the federal investigation reported that one shot was fired by the members of the Black Panthers and 80 shots were fired by the FBI and the police. And the one shot that was fired by the Black Panthers was from a guy named Mark Clark. Um, and he, he was had, right he behind fired, the door. He fired a single round as a reflexive death convulsion after he was shot. I saw killed. two different accounts of that. That was either <laughs> it was his death clutch, yeah, because he got shot right in the heart through the door immediately, because right. um, they just raided and stormed that place, knowing, um, or that the gun was dropped when he got shot in the heart. Oh, either, right. either way, either way, yeah, and it hit yeah. the ceiling. But they had like uh, someone drugged. The leader, um, yeah, the guy they were going after. Yeah, they gave him purple drink the night before. Yeah, and they think that it was the FBI Cointel Pro person who had embedded themselves in the Black Panthers. They think they drugged him and other leaders of the Black Panther Party that night. Because there was multiple so, people in there, but I was that's what my first thing when I was reading that. I was like, how did you not wake up? The dude got shot at the fucking door. They're storming the place, and then they shot him twice in the head while he's in bed. Next like, to his pregnant la- fiance. Yeah, you're just laying there? And yeah. then I was like, oh, then it got to, oh, they drugged they him. They drugged him. Yeah, 
and yeah. he was fucking so out that he didn't wake up from all that gun, sh- all the gunfire. And they think it was William O'Neill who was an FBI informant who gave him barbiturates. That's April O'Neill's uncle. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an FBI agent, a guy named Wesley Swearingen, who basically came clean and said, "No, there was an FBI plot to murder the leader of the Chicago Black Panthers, and this is how it was executed." Um, ultimately, the um, Family was paid one point eight five million by the city of Chicago for a wrongful death suit later um, mm-hmm. later. But uh, yeah, so that was sort of Quintel Pro gone wrong. Um, then it started to get black on black uh, when three members from the New Haven Black Panthers uh, tortured and murdered a guy from the New York chapter of the Black Panthers because they thought he was a, he was informant, he was a yeah. fed. Um, and uh so shit just gets fucking weird. And I think later seals like a bodyguard was a fed. Like uh, he was an FBI agent or something. I think that's might be how they got, I might be right there. There was an informant. I can't remember from all these shootings, but that might've been the one where they stormed it because the bodyguard of the main guy actually gave him a floor, like layout, told him where everything was fucking at. Oh wow. Yeah. The one of the main guys was just an FBI agent. They had someone inside and it said, um, it was an inside job. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And apparently Bobby seal, gave the order to execute the guy. So he wasn't like just the academic, like right. he fucking got down and well, dirty, just like Newton did, you know, push well, at, corner, that, at that, that point, point like, yeah, oh, at yeah. that point it's like fucking right. damn, right. We're already in a war here. Right. This guy's a fucking informant. Yeah. And a traitor. They, right. they probably were fucking friends. You know right. what I mean? They're yeah, probably yeah, like yeah. fucking, you betrayed they probably me. Were, yeah. Yeah. They were probably fucking yeah. buddies. And he's like, and it's, just, it, it's a dude. trip because this is only three years in. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is the impact that they're making. Yeah. In the, well, when you move fast, you in fast too. Right. Yeah. You know I mean? Yep. That's, that's where it's at. You know, yep. they, they moved fast. They grew big. It was a shock. There was backlash. Right. Sounds like sex. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, and then it got messy. Yeah. yeah. It got messy all over the yeah. place. So then they took the Asia tour. They changed the sheets. In 1970 is when a group of the Panthers went to North Vietnam, North Korea, and China. Um, the Eldridge Cleaver went to Pyongyang twice and met with mm. Kim Il Sung. Mm. Um, and so he was kind of the Dennis Rodman of the, of the yeah, day. Yeah, think, of the time. Um, you wore a beret or do you have an afro? Oh, that's a very good question. No. Not hmm. sure. Very good question. I'm thinking he was probably beret. Usually sense. when I see the pictures of the leaders, they had shorter afros and they did the berets. Yeah, a little puff. Yeah, they yeah. had a puff. Um, side puff. Yeah. Side puff with the beret. Um, yeah. So they start to split like they're at this point in about uh, 69 or 70. They ever find um, out what happened to Black Beret Ramsey? No, no I think the FBI guy. That's Jean no. Beret Ramsey. Oh, uh, Jean Beret? Yeah. That's yeah. No, it's Black Beret that. Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh. I would, have, I, would, I would have done it differently. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have butchered so, that joke differently yeah. than you butchered it. So um, You butchered it for me. You helped me. Thank you. You're welcome. There we go. Yeah. Team effort. So Eldridge Cleaver starts to go in one direction and he wants to confront people more. Uh, Huey P. Newton wants to do more self-defense. Um, uh, Seal wants to do more community mm-hmm. involvement. So the three of them start to kind of see the group go in he three had a different singing directions. Career to consider he as did, well, yeah. yeah. Lovely voice. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Huey P. Newton? Uh, Seal. Seal. Oh, Seal. Yeah. oh, yeah. That's how he got the scars on his face, yeah. actually. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it was an FBI happened. raid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, most people don't know that. Um, and if you're a fan of Fig Newtons, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, because I would—he was the king of the Newton Empire. Fig, Fig P. Newton. Yeah, yeah that was like, his grandfather. Like 
I like um, just regular old Newtons. Fuck yeah, they're good. Fig Newtons. They're delicious. Yeah, not no strawberry nah, bitch bullshit. Nah, Straight up old bullshit, school. My grandma man. always had Fig yeah, Newtons when I was little. Regular old Fig good. Newtons. And they're so good that like recently I bought a bunch of figs mm-hmm. and I was eating the figs and I was like, oh, these kind of taste like Fig Newtons. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> fig. Yeah. Didn't know they were figs. Yeah, yeah. I'll be doing you know, I was fucking Like wanting, that gritty I was eating, crunch. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the little, whatever this is. Yeah, I was wanting my price. I was eating fucking mini weeds. You know, mm-hmm. like, like little pillows. Yeah. yeah, and but my grandpa used to eat the fucking cream of wheat in the packages, or not cream of wheat, but the uh, shredded wheat in the packages. Like you, you pulled them out of oh, the box. Yeah, yeah, you pulled them out of the box, and they were like in packages. Right, oh, they're like right. single serve. They were no, yeah. You had to break them up and put yep. them in the bowl and put milk on them. Oh, it shit. was like a giant. Yeah, it was wheat, a big cream. Of, yeah, it was it a up. big wheat. Yeah, they still do a, that. It's yeah. called Weetabix. I think it's is a very, it? it's a UK it's kind a of a. Giant, well, it was the same. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it giant was, one. Yeah, but there was like eight of them in the box. Yeah, oh, okay. There were six of them in the box, right. and now they make mini wheats, and they don't make those anymore. Yeah. Those are pretty yeah. good. I they still make them. Yeah. Like they're the like mini wheats are bomb, dude. They're basically milk pillows. That's what's happening. Yeah, you let them soak up. Yeah, you let them soak up. They got a little frosted or regular. I like frosted. The frosted's tight. Yeah, yeah. I bet it is. But I would sweets. I would go with the regular. I like sweets and wheats. Um, so in 1972, they start to shut down chapters and consolidate all their efforts just in Oakland. And again, this is Huey P. Newton. I think it's probably a power grab. I think he's shutting down branches before they can split to be, to do other, other things. Um, they're starting to disagree. They're starting to fight amongst themselves. Right. And this was where it happened in LA during this, he shut down the LA branch. So the remnants of the LA chapter merged with the Slauson street gang Mm. and became the Crips. Um, then Newton fucking becomes a crazy motherfucker in 1974 and he gets in trouble because he and eight other Panthers are arrested um, for assault on police. Mm. Doesn't he have a penthouse at one point in time? I watched some documentary where I he's like see that. living in a penthouse and Wouldn't he's all surprised. fucking crazy and shit. Yeah. Um, so he gets along with eight other people. He's in legal trouble for assaulting police officers he also in 1974 um, pistol whips his tailor, hmm. which doesn't get much blacker than that. Yeah. Like pistol whipping your tailor. Yeah. That's a pretty, that's a good, that's a solid like black exploitation enemy, you know. Move he probably, right he, he probably just pricked him with a needle when he was taking measurements and shit. He was trying to put a pin in his pants while he was helping him and he was holding the gun because he holds the gun. Right. He pistol whipped yeah, him. Yeah, he was too yeah. close to his junk. Yes. At some point in there, yeah. someone said, nigga, you must be crazy. Promise yeah. you that. I'm trying to find his penthouse. <laughs> I promise you that. Yeah, he did. Sad. He had a penthouse at some point in time. I'm yeah. sure. Um, and then um, he also murders a teenage prostitute named Kathleen Smith. Well, he needed a canoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did because he went to Cuba. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. killed her, get there? made the canoe, and then he went sailed down the Oakland River. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 The Oakland, yeah. Um, right into the bay. In 1972, so Huey he, P. Newton sailed the Oakland Blue. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the old phrase. That that's, yeah. yeah. that's where so, I came from? Yeah. yeah I never yeah, knew. Yeah. Yeah. So his girlfriend, or a woman he was shagging anyway, Elaine Brown, mm. he puts her in charge of the Panthers when he escapes mm. to Cuba. And he goes to Cuba until uh, from 1974 until 1977. And he comes back because... Uh, the trial turns out like they drop the, the Taylor drops all charges and mm-hmm. says he didn't really pistol whip me. I was just kidding. Um, and then uh, the, there's some weird shit. Like at, at some point also in 1977, the, a bunch of black Panthers 
went there was a key witness to the prosecution of the of the murder of the prostitute mm-hmm. the prosecution the prosecution a woman named Flores Forbes and a bunch of black panthers showed up to kill her yeah. at her house yeah. but they got the wrong address oh no so they go to the wrong address um and uh there's a shootout. See, they should have kept those fucking schools. Yep, they should have. Shut them down. They should have. So she uh, she ends up fleeing to Las Vegas um, with the help of one of the Black Panther paramedics um, who helps get her out. Yeah. Um, like, oh, this is wrong. But even with all that, uh, the person who helped get her out, Newton orders a house cleaning and has him shot and buried in the desert. Hmm. So he's just like fucking go. Yeah, it turns into some fucking gangster shit. Now they're just turning on each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all Um, bad from here on out. So it ends up uh, the case gets dropped. Um, they should make a Black Panther series like Breaking Bad where it all escalates to the fucking penthouse, fucking craziness, killings in the desert. Um, but the charges get dropped from that as well. Um, the the, he gets uh, acquitted of the crime, like nothing's happening because they can't get anybody to really testify. All kinds of weird shit goes down. The glove didn't fit. The glove didn't fit. They must acquit. So the he's no longer in any legal trouble. He comes back from Cuba. And he looks around and realizes he doesn't like what the Panthers have become because the women have taken over. So now it's a well, bunch of strong, it. yeah, it's a bunch of strong black Afro women. There's some pictures of a bunch of chicks with yeah. fucking guns yeah. and afros. With guns and, and afros, some fucking He left his lady up. in yeah, charge yeah, yeah. where the yeah. fuck you think was going to happen. Because now they have their own priority. Like, right. well, now we need black women to be strong. Yeah. And now they're, but, yeah. they're instituting like daycare yeah. for black women in the neighborhoods. Yeah. They're doing all this stuff. And he gets back and doesn't like it. And a, he ends up no, having... Now he's hating on the Black women. He's hating on the black women and um, a woman that uh, was, I forget all the details, but there was a woman who was speaking up against her, her supervisor in the Black Panthers and he ordered her to get her ass whooped and they broke her jaw. Mm-hmm. Like, so he was like totally against the black women side of things. <sighs> So she ends up stepping down as leader. How's he that cool? Up, like, oh, you can't oppress black men, but I'm gonna. Well, it pretty black much women. isn't because he comes back, yeah. he takes over the Panthers again, and it's fucking done. Yeah. Like at that point, everybody's like, "Fuck you! Fuck this guy. You consolidated all the branches. You're fucking murdering hookers. Yeah. You just broke a girl's jaw because she spoke up again." Like the FBI had infiltrated them. Like the, you're probably yeah, scared to was, join up. Yeah, you don't want to be associated with it. At that point, it's yeah, done. It's it goes downhill. I think it still technically exists. I don't think it ever. Ever stopped yeah, existing. Sure but I think I read somewhere there were 50 purely, members still. Yeah, it's like a yeah. purely political organization. There's no, uh, to my knowledge, there's Which no is violence. surprising. You think it that would surprising. fire back up only yeah. 50 members? Well, but then br- the, the people who have fire in their belly are fucking the psychotic. New That's the new Black Panthers. New Black Panthers yeah. who went into their shit. They're, so. they're full on. Full on fucking hate everybody. Yeah. So it's a very interesting story. I mean, we, we've touched on the Black Panthers a lot. Everything from the Tupac episode to fucking uh, what's his name? Oprah. Old Ella, too, didn't uh, Oprah? Uh, Dennis Leary. They ended up fucking or not Dennis Leary. <laughs> Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Timothy Leary. Leary. Dennis Leary. They ended up uh, helping him out in Africa. Uh, like all kinds of shit that we've touched on. Cointel Pro, obviously. So if you're into the topic, you can go back and look at Malcolm some of X. those. Yeah. Someone out there is a historian mm-hmm. who's listening to this for the first Maybe time. And you're like, mm, they didn't address uh, such and such. Oh, so-and-so's murder was not covered. <laughs> You've been watching a lot of Conan. That's yeah, the Conan. So, so to that historian, I say, go fuck yourself. This is a comedy podcast. 
Um, but that's the Black Panthers in a nutshell. All right. Social media winner for episode 441, The Great Wall of China, Robert Kozak. Kozak. K-O-Z-A-K. He's going to win a sticker pack from Printer Cheap for sharing on Facebook. Um, Frankie Pigeon is going to hit you up and get your information, and we're going to send you a sticker pack. Um, also, we're part of the Podbelly Network. Go to podbelly.com to check out cool podcasts like Project Reclamation and podcasts we listen to. Um, also, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, there's all kinds of cool information on there for free um, about what microphone to get, what do you need, an interface, headphones, distribution amp, cool stuff like that, how to get it onto Google Play, iTunes, um, Spotify, you know, it, all the little things that you'd have to search for in a million places to find them. Um, it's all consolidated in one place at podbelly.com. So go check that out. Also, thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's delicious and nutritious. I had um, a wrap from Toss It, which is a salad place, uh, pun intended. I believe they knew what they were doing when they named the place. Right. Um, it's basically a burrito, though. Um, and I was experiencing old techo I, i've been like super like i'm triple x and that's what i do and i switched from triple x today and just like grabbed the green for a second i was like oh fuck and then i was like well i'm gonna grab the red and i like every bite was a different flavor so i went chipotle and black oh, and red and green yeah every bite was yeah. i just had all the lids off and i was fucking going skittles for it. Mm. yeah it was fucking yeah. amazing i had forgotten right. about the other flavors and mm. that, it was oh. unfair of me to do that mm. but triple x is still my girl um, so go check it out. Find your flavor. There's seven of them. They sell it on Amazon. They sell it at the grocery store. It's at the little Mexican market. If you find it in the wild, um, take a picture of it, tag us and you might win a prize. We might send you a t-shirt or something. You might get a hot sack. Um, if we like what you're doing, we're about to ruin. Mm-hmm. Nothing? No. Okay. I'm right, moving on then. All right. Um, also, thank you to... Um, them in the style that you used. There you go. Thank you. That's all I need. I need a little bit of points. Yeah, I got you. Right. <laughs> Some charity black points on there. The Black Panther episode. That wasn't quite black enough. <laughs> it's Humpty Dave. Um, anyways, was thank, Humpty. You, thank you to uh, Printer Chief. Tupac. Mm-hmm. Digital, digital Underground. Really? Yeah. Tupac was in Digital Underground. Um, yes, he was. Thank you to Printer Cheap. Um, go to printercheap.com to get printed goods, stickers, and such. Um, if you have a band or a podcast or a business and you need printed stuff, you can save some money by using code Sofa King Podcast, and uh, we get some love for sending you over there. So um, go check him out. Also, go to Jimmy D's Tees. Um, you can get shirts on his website that he sells. He makes our T-shirts that are on our website at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, and if you need shirts made, same thing, business, band, podcast, some reason that you need shirts, um, he can make those for you and does a great job. So go check him out. And I think, is that all I got? Yeah. I said merch. I said things. I think that's it for me. All right. Well, now we got to get down to business. Um, serious business. You're going to see how this goes down in real, in, in real audio right here. Mm-hmm. We have to pick a sculpt member of the month. We do. We didn't do it. We started oh, we the episode. One. We didn't pick one. We could pause and only the patrons could hear it. Uh, I said we do right here. I said we just shout out a name. I have one in mind. Dave just showed me the uh, top the list. Uh, list from Facebook, which this, uh, it's know, older. It's a couple months old. That's just that's just you know that's just people posting stuff. It's just people not necessarily. So I don't know. We could all have have a name in mind. I have an idea for one. What's I have that? a name in mind. You have a name. I think we mind? should all write them down and then reveal them at the same time. We could do that. Um, I'm going with. I'm going with. I'm going to go with, with somebody who said nice things about me. <laughs> it doesn't that's, happen often. That's rare. That's rare. Right. It doesn't I'm, happen I'm often. I'm going to bow out and just, I don't want that person. Really? Yeah, I want All that right, person. Let's do it. They let's said nice it. things yeah. about Brad. Oh, okay, well, then Rhiannon Abbott is, is who right. it is. So, right. 
Um, wow. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, um, you know, it's not every day. So he, no, it's usually a fuck Brad. Fuck Who's Brad? That? Oh yeah. We could do that. No. We, could, we could do that. That's, that's I just showed that's, the patrons. We'll yeah. do it. It's, it's in the works. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I don't, I think I'll, we'll forget about him by next time. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to happen, yeah. but it'd be nice maybe, yeah. you know, to think about. Yeah. But we're thinking about it. Anyway. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, yeah. we'll see. So who did you say? Rhiannon Abbott. Oh. That's a uh, school member of the month all the way from Australia. Mm. Um, did she? Yeah, she is. Huh. She is. Um, is she related to Rihanna? Um, yeah, I think so. I think they're both their husbands beat them. Mm. Is is what she it had is. a twin grandparents. Rihanna did, and then one of them married uh, a, a white guy, and the other one married uh, a black guy. It was a so, guy from Abbott and Costello. Yeah, yes. yeah. So Rihanna yep. is how they got the name. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. She she always has black eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes black guys and has black eyes. Yeah. Is she a Rihanna animator? Oh. <laughs> were you in awe of that no I was like that was really bad <laughs> oh, I didn't know if that was like it was really bad but it was good at the same time because it was so bad oh, it was oh. good you went turned oh you wascally wabbit you turned, oh that was so you good you turned into oh. Elmer, Fudd. Elmer Fudd slash Bill Clinton yeah <laughs> oh. yeah so, uh, yeah, so we'll get to know Rhiannon over this next, uh, yeah. actually 2020, 2020, we made it. Uh, we're right. not dead. Still don't have flying cars. Still haven't made it to Mars. We could, st- we could never be been to the fucking moon, but Brad's still dropping bars. Still. Yeah. yeah. That's me. Yeah. Almost all rhymed. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I did when I finished it off for you. Yep. So rhyming's easy. Brent's good at finishing people off. Yeah. yeah. Finishing. Slurper. You beat Vitality. him up over their spine out. Yeah. Yeah. It always feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I'll suck your pull, spine right out. Suck your spine out through your dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's fucking. You're going to say your other I don't stuff? call him Dyson for nothing. Um, sure. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King podcast. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King podcast. I am at Raised with Wolves. You have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out Elikatego underscore hot sauce. Jimmy D's teas. Did you do. Did sponsors already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've blacked. We were out, I blanked. I blanked it. I black, black, black Panther. You blacked out. out. Yeah. yeah, I black panthered out too. I knew it was there. That was a joke. Um, I forgot now what I was gonna say. Oh, Jimmy D's teas. Uh, Podbelly. Go to Podbelly mm-hmm. on Instagram. You have Facebook for Podbelly. Mm-hmm. Podbelly. Yeah, go like. Uh, go go search up everything and like it all. Yeah, actually, um, Podbelly's giving away a bunch of t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so more, more giveaways. Yeah, there's a bunch more of giveaways. posts right now if you share. Um, and all the other podcasts that are on Podbelly are also sharing those. Mm. So if you're a fan of some other podcasts, you may or may not hear this. Mm-hmm. But yep. yeah, so one of your other podcasts might have the winner. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Enticing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mike Tyson. Mm. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm. <laughs> Two minutes for icing. Mm. Ooh, hockey wow. jokes. Mm. All right, sports jokes. I got them. Yeah. Mm. Zamboni. Mm. <laughs> Baloney, brony. Mm. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, go to uh, patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast uh, to support the show. You get the bonus episodes. You can get free, uh, uh, free, yeah. You get Stuff. free early episodes. Free bomb ass. Yeah, free early episodes. Damn, you are tired, man. You're fucking um, wrecked right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Really and you won't be a fuck face peasant. Yeah, true. Just remember yeah, that for free. It's more about the status, really. I mean, you do get four extra yeah. episodes, 
and all kinds of exclusive cool shit depending on the yeah. level. We got but whiskey glasses, no decanters, and yeah, no, all kinds that's of cool the biggest thing, really. That's the biggest thing, really. That's what matters. Yeah, and you can wear a shirt that says "I'm not a fuckface." You get to start that. bragging about status, and then you can start bragging and you can about start the cool calling, exclusive yeah, shit you have, and calling people fuckface peasants. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're really, really um, on board with with defacing the peasants. Yeah. So, um, go to selfkingpodcast.com dot forward slash shop for your Self King podcast merchandise, uh, sweaters and thongs, panties, such mm-hmm. yeah, crotchless panties, things like that They're on their stickers, um, flip flops, earmuffs, yeah, big muffs, uh, hip hop, big muffs, hip hop, flip flops, yeah, yeah, anyway. Beanie, beanies for your tip tops, yep. <laughs> don't be retarded. <laughs> Ben Ill, a.k.a. Venus Flytraps. Seven brains in one body, so I dream in IMAX. Anyone, anywhere, anytime, go. Your ego is eco-friendly, you don't want smoke. Inscribed in graffiti on your CD gate fold. My capital punishment will have your lower case closed like a dying man's will. Clocks got hands with no feet, cause only verse can make time stand still. G-O-A-T, defeat the elite peers. I Benjamin Button bars, dog in leap years. Top of the Eiffel Tower, catching lightning in bottles. To see me, you'll need MRIs and night vision goggles, or a closed Caption to crack your spyglass. Phony, you're full of it, and your raps need a gastric bypass. God, the novice, I'm marvelous, even on my hiatus. The thesis. The dean of the school wants to meet with me because I'm teaching my teachers things and my old bullies want to sleep with me. Honestly, I should run for man. Little brothers think they bigger than me. I'm going for boogie cousins, baptizing them and ain't fucking fair. We grew up. They try to take the charge. They stick them up like the bang. Keep the ball. I already made all of my lemonade. When pizza falls, you'll finally get it straight. And I can tell my therapist.